RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Hello. My name is Tara Devlin. And yeah, it's not, I don't feel like a, com- a comedian right now. I'm not really a comedian. I'm just more uh, of a grump, frankly. I guess I'm able to do stand up. I don't know. I'm very fortunate in that way because uh, for a long time I was really kind of a basket case and uh, the fact that I can get up in front of people and make them laugh makes me, it is a kind of a marker of how far I've come and I I just had a shitty week so this is going to be a good show I guess, let's put it that way Um, and I hope everything is working. So I, I think about, actually, I think about Lucille Ball because one of her her uh, famous quotes was that she's not a comedian. Um, she's more, uh, it's not that, she, that she's a comedian, it's that she is courageous. And that's really what it's, what we, what's needed, not only to be a comedian, because being a comedian is sort of like you have to, you're kind of throwing yourself on the altar of uh, humanity and laying it all out for people to see you, who you are, your flaws, your faults, your fears, your hopes, dreams, and, and you're, you're allowing other people to uh, laugh at your expense. And, and in that way, we find our common humanity. Um, and people laugh because it's something they identify with. We, we laugh because we, uh, we have that, we share those feelings. We share that pain. Anyway, so this, this has been a week for me because I kind of like went into a depression and, uh, and I guess part of this, people listen to the show and they like the show, I guess. And, uh, on some level is it's not just politics. It's also, I talk about my life that sucks my my shitty life and my uh you know i'm not um i'm not tom hartman i'm not uh i'm i'm i don't know what the hell i am i am uh somebody who is actually you know i do try to make a difference as tom hartman does i'm not saying tom hartman doesn't make a difference you see i'm uh i'm overthinking it really um so what i wanted to uh Anyway, let me just begin the show as a normal person would begin it with um, just saying that we we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. now. It used to be, the show used to be one hour. And the good news was that what I would hear, the feedback was that people would tell me it's too short. So we pushed the show to two hours. For me, it's kind of, it's harder for me because I have to time manage better. So even now, I have stuff that I would love to do and I would wanted to grab clips and whatnot, but the tyranny of time just caught up with me. So, and here we are. I like doing a live show because I can just, it's sort of like set it and forget it, you know, so I don't think about it. I just do it. And uh, <clears throat> so we, we meet here every Saturday evening at, from 6 to 8. And we're, and the show is rebroadcast on Progressive Voices uh, starting 6 p.m. on Sunday or any time on the Progressive Voices app. And 
We're also syndicated on GDPR Revolution 99. GDPR Revolution 99. So that's another amazing um, liberal radio station. So if you're uh, like me and you like spending your days listening to talk shows and interesting, eclectic, liberal uh, uh, shows, normal, from normal people, you see what I'm saying? These are shows created by normal human beings. And uh, what is normal, right? Um, and I'm looking at these re- Republicans, and I really get this is what happened this week. I got into like a really down state about the world. And uh, I kind of got hopeless for a second. So I'm hoping everybody can help get me. If some people were like helping me get me out of my funk but it was just like one thing after another emotionally personally and then the uh you know the shooting really got to me because where is the shooting today do you see the shooting there's so much going on but yet you know here we have another day in the united states of serfs and lords in the armed madhouse where people go to work and they don't go home because somebody you know, some nut job who shouldn't get, uh, shouldn't have access to weapons of war, to uh, to firearms, has his freedom to blow them away. And no, the answer isn't arming more people. Like everybody sh- should be armed. Why? Why is the United States the only country that has this this epidemic? We're not the only country that is mentally ill. I mean, maybe we are, though. Maybe we are. Maybe we are the, we're on the cusp. And, and, and a lot of people say, and I know personally because I, I am in recovery and, uh, from addiction. And I wasn't just some chippy on the corner type addiction. I was a, you know, I was a heroin addict before. I was an early adopter of the opioid epidemic. And uh, I'm very fortunate that I'm clean today and I'm able to have a life, um, even though sometimes I don't feel so fortunate when I'm living in Donald Trump's America, but, and certainly self-medicating looks like uh, an option, but I'm not, I'm only just saying that because I'm in a shitty mood. I really am grateful that I have a life because there was a long time that I was was clinically depressed and and when I was in rehab one time this one time the uh and I still have the this this uh medical form this medical report that and I kept it and I will eventually use it in my one woman show that is being written uh I'm not sure if uh I mean I'm writing a book I'm also I there's so many things I'm doing I don't have enough time why am I depressed? I don't have time to be depressed. But uh, they, um, on this form, it said one of my one of the things they diagnosed me was, uh, f- well, flat affect. Right? I don't know. I guess I didn't have a uh, a range of emotions. And the other thing was anhedonia, which is the inability to enjoy life. Uh, I looked it up. Um, and yeah, I guess that was right at the time, the inability to enjoy life. So when I think about that, 
I and I don't really feel that way today. I there are days that I do enjoy my life and uh, many more than than I don't. And but I do allow this world to get to me. Um and that's probably partly, you know, it is part of being a comedian, being a somebody whatever who has a creative spirit, I suppose. I don't know. Um, I've always felt that way, and I kind of wish it must be nice to be somebody like a Donald Trump that where you don't give a shit about anybody but yourself, right? On some level, because I this is I don't eat meat because I feel bad, you know. I have a humane bug catcher. I don't want I don't want to kill anything unless I have to, right? I mean a mosquito, all right, but. <clears throat> I don't see how these Republicans, what they have done to these children, creating a, um, setting us up, setting the future up for failure. That's what they're doing. When you're causing harm to these children, what you're doing is setting them up for years of pain and suffering and that's and those they're not going to go into therapy not everybody's going to be a uh you know a healthy adult dealing with their emotions or dealing with the baggage from their childhood we know that that doesn't even happen on a good day to half the the people that we know already talk about people who who have nothing what are what are they going to do they will inflict their pain upon society so the being a republic the republican party is the gift that keeps on giving what they what they do the 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 pain that they cause the beauty that they suck from this world is is unbelievable sometimes and i think about now last week i remember i played a clip of one of these um trumpanzees at a rally where, let me see if I can find it, where um, they were saying how, where is it? Yeah, how he, uh, you know, the kids, the kids. I'll, I'll play it again just to remind everybody. Hold on. I tried to take my family into Canada illegally. I'm not going to be allowed to do anything. If I take my family into Mexico illegally, you might not ever see me again. So I think it's a very just policy, even though unfair for the family. This whole thing of emotion versus logic. Oh, my God, won't someone please care for the children? Well, there's children. If I get arrested, my kids aren't going to see me for a while either. Don't bring them to the border. You won't get separated from them. I, I can't even watch that without wanting to vomit. The, the, the mockery. These are the same, the same hypocrites that I just saw this this afternoon, actually. And I'll play this clip now. This, hold on. Oh, well, I, I, it's a different clip. I'm sorry. That's one of the clips I didn't grab. Of a woman on MS, not a, yeah, MSNBC. This Republican woman who was having a conversation with, uh, you know, a, a, a round table of people or whatever. And she uh, she made mention of uh, the fact that you know the Republican Party is the party of life with a straight face. This bitch says this, and when or later on in the conversation when they were 
wrapping it up, um, one of the, the people that they were debating with said something about how um, the, the Constitution was created for straight white men, basically, and how and, – and, and um, this woman, her name is uh, – well, she's RNC spokesperson Kaylee Mc, McAney. She let's, – let's hear her reaction. Hold on a second. Where is it? Yep. Constitutionalists and the Federalists would really take us back to the Constitution, which was primarily for white property owners, men. It's not for blacks, it's not for Hispanics, and it's not for women. All right, look, uh, Kaylee, I'm going to give you 15 seconds to respond to Peter. That's ridiculous. The Constitution is the founding document of the greatest country on earth, and for you to cast right. it in a racial light is absolutely ridiculous. That dishonors our founding fathers. It dishonors the principles that this country stands on. Peter, 10 seconds to you. That's it. Well, unfortunately, I've read a lot of history, and if you know, having been in Cambridge, where you got your law degree, 20 miles to Concord is where the, the shot fired around the world was heard. And the Shays Rebellion is the tipping point for the polarization we're feeling for now. So it's not dishonoring, it's simply recognizing what history is. There, so that when you don't have an argument, when you, when, when you can't handle the truth, just put your fingers in your ears and yell that you're dishonoring the founding fathers. They, they refuse to see reality. So this is the same woman five minutes earlier said that she was pro-life. Now, what is she pro-life about? As they're defending ripping children from their families and creating a world of chaos and pain for political gain. The, the only reason, well, yeah, uh, well, one of the only reasons, the other reason is that they're racists. Racist, and they know their base is, are, are racist, or is racist, I don't know how you say it, but they are setting themselves up for a, to, to stir up their base. Racial animosity, racial hatred, racial discord, this is the tactic of fascists from time, from you know, for forever, for authoritarians, and Trump. That's he knows what he's doing. He's he is a con man, and he's playing his dupes like the marks that they are. So they, these Republicans have the balls to say that they're pro-life when they're when when they have created this world of. Uh, of pain, and I think about you know when they're, the studies that they've done that say that when conservatives are in power, suicide rates go up. And look at this world; they're saying there's a suicide epidemic going on, and uh, of course, because there is no hope in, under conservatism, there is nothing but uh, hatred, fear, suspicion. Where is e pluribus unum in this? They have replaced it, and Trump's actually replaced it when he gives out his little souvenirs, the challenge coins that they make. He has replaced e pluribus unum, our country's motto that goes back to the founding, with make America great again. And the thing I think that's so depressing is that of, you know, about this time, is that they're 
uh, there are so many people that are morons and that's what really gets me and so when I was thinking about what I was what I was going to talk about today and what I was going to write as the title of the show or whatever it's always a, a, a loose loose uh, loosey-goosey um, I thought you know is it just too goddamn late for us is this world j- too far gone are we screwed because honestly, um, how do we allow somebody who is a con man who received fewer votes, somebody who who is a shitty businessman who tank, who bankrupted his trust fund four or five times over? That is a documented con man. This isn't us just saying he's a con man. It's not um, us being hyperbolic or hitting him with pejoratives that's a documented history of cons this guy he's not an, an innovator there's nothing he's he brings nothing to the table um he received fewer votes and now we're going to allow him to shape the country's future for generations he, he's going to pick a supreme court justice and the uh, and I think like this whole country is um, you know it, it was a good idea it really was uh, we've never lived up to the promises of our founding documents clearly and the closer we get to actualizing those those promises that's when the these straight white racists lose their minds they can't handle it. You know, so how can they rip babies out of the arms of their mothers? They can do it because they don't think that they're human. That's what it is. They're sick. And rather than get the help that they need, they inflict it on the world. So to be so callous and then to have your moronic base whine about what about the children in one breath and then you have their spokes assholes on all, fanning out across media saying that they are the party of life that she, that this woman was so upset at how many you know counting off the statistic how many murdered babies never were born well you know what once they're born you're shit out of luck baby and you better not be brown or gay or not born with a trust fund because maybe the only thing that we have in store for you is that you're going to get to die in somebody's corporate war of choice. They want babies? If you really don't like abortion, Republicans, then why don't you support the health, the universal health care, the universal higher education, the living wages that actually reduce their numbers? Because what abortion does when, when you when you criminalize abortion, you don't limit the numbers of abortion. You only limit the number of safe and, and uh, safe abortions where women don't have to die in back alleys. So, and, it's, and that's what it's about. It's a, these Republicans are dragging us back to times that, you know what, you can never rest. That's what it is. You can never rest with these greedy bastards in control. They don't even deserve to be in control. That's the other thing that gets me. If 
if it were that we were under the uh, thumb of people who, you know, that's the majority, all right? It's not, though. They don't, they didn't even win. He received fewer votes. The House, the Republicans have a majority in the House despite receiving one million fewer votes than Democrats. How are we allowing this to happen? And they cheat. That's why. Because that's all that matters. It doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter to their morons either. And I remember during Bush v. Gore, whoops, sorry, stupid thing. Um, I remember during Bush v. Gore having an argument with somebody who is a friend of mine who I can't even believe it because she's a, a gay Republican, a lesbian Republican. What? I mean, excuse me? Why? I, why don't, I don't understand how you hate yourself that much. You know what I mean? How do you identify with your oppressor like that? Are you, it's, it, there is something broken in the human brain. Now, I think I'm broken. I'm broken in a lot of ways. You know? But at least, I don't know. I'm not broken in a way that's, uh, that I, I turn my, I mean, my, I hate myself. I don't go out and I hate everybody else. Maybe that's healthier. Who knows? I don't mock babies. What about the children? And I bet that that guy goes to church every Sunday and bends his knee to his Jesus, to his, you know, they, because they, it's, it's nothing but hypocrisy. It's like, it's, I'm up to my ears with it, listening to them, having to deal with them. I wish that they were the Christians they said they were. I wish that they were pro-life, for real. If they were, we would not be in this situation. Because we, they, they, I wish they loved their goddamn Jesus as much as they said. As much as they proclaim. They shoving it down our throats. But the, they only love... Try, they love hate. They love to suppress love. What are they talking? They love uh, uh, the the only sacrament in their sick form of Christianity is gay bashing. What do they care? Who is in love? That's the other thing. This is why this world is so goddamn sick, and it gets to my it gets under my skin. Because people are more concerned about who has the appropriate combination of genitals to form a legal marriage contract than whether people are just goddamn getting along in this world and making the world a better place, worrying about each other. Yeah, we are each other's keeper. I don't really care, do you? Who the hell wears a jacket like that besides a sick bitch? That deserves that doesn't des that doesn't even deserve to be on a goddamn conga line in Jersey City. She uh, trophy wife number three. She can't even do her job well. She sucks too. Because if she knew how to do her job well, you would know you don't wear that effing coat to go see people that don't have anything. You privileged bitch. And they think that they deserve it, though, right? They're so cunning. But what about their Jesus, right? What about their goddamn Jesus? You know, uh, Trump loves their two Corinthians. Two Corinthians walked into a bar. 
Trump loves that, right? These evangelicals, 80-something percent, 89 percent or something, love Trump? This this con man, this huckster, this person that the minute he bought a building where you had retirees on Social Security living in the building under rent-controlled apartments, he started to harass these people that have nothing to get them out in the street because he doesn't give a shit about your granny if she's eating cat food on the corner of 89th and 3rd. What the hell does she, what the hell does he care? He needs more money, people. It's more money. There's never enough. And so does she. How do you, how do you have no dignity? You're, you're, you know, you're, okay, she's born with physical attra uh, outward looks. She's goddamn ugly on the inside. So she, you, she parlays that into, um, you know, working it for, uh, to find some, some sugar daddy, basically. So she, she hooked herself a sugar daddy. But you know what? Of all the sugar daddies, she had to take that one? That one. The, the, the con man. The one who really isn't that uh, a real estate developer. He's just a brander who shoves his, his ugly name on things. His gaudy, ugly, golden, plated, gilded. I mean, there is nothing more gilded, that, that, more appropriate than a gilded asshole, right? That's what he is. He just, just put some gold on it. Just put a, a thin layer of gold over the shit. And everybody will buy it. All the dumbasses. So you, you, you would think uh, that any one person in their, their entire uh, whatever, administration, or uh, the, anybody that they surround themselves with would know what the hell they're doing. But no, they can't even play the part well. They can't even plagiarize well. They suck at everything they do, but they just keep failing upwards, failing to the top, to the top of the... Highest executive office in the land, not on their own merit, because they don't even, they didn't even win, because they tickled, they rode the wave of hatred and division straight to the top. So that's how much they hate humanity. They don't give a shit. They're not going to be here. Trump, he's 73. What's he going to do? How much money does he need? And Ivanka, and, you know, you think one of those, those dumb spawns, would he would rebel against the that uh you know that idiot that that they happen to unfortunately you know you can't pick your parents but no she's got to be the beautifully quaffed as mike malloy says uh you know always so well put together all her you know if you go on her instagram feed you want to vomit it's all everything is well choreographed and you think that she's those are candid photos it's all just a show for the dumbasses but you know as long as a couple of gays can't uh pick out a china pattern right like bob kincaid says we're everything's good make america great you know, I'm I'm sick of the uh, Republicans on my Twitter feed too that that like to uh, tweet at me, 
and say things like, oh, uh, we're ma- don't worry, we're making America great. You know, they, they like to, they, they, the only thing that they um, enjoy is annoying people. For whatever reason, they'll eat cat food, they'll, uh, you know, let, let Trump ride them like a, like a broken mule, but as long as a liberal gets irritated, I don't know why, you know, they, they're so full of shit. The other day, some, uh, some asshole tweeted me or whatever, and he was saying how, um, and the other thing is, I don't really give a shit. Okay. They the other thing that they do a lot is they will say um, they'll tweet me or whatever, and they'll say, um, "Well, I'm not really a Republican. I'm more. I am a libertarian, paleo conservative, or something like. Like I give a shit. Like I care. What is a paleo conservative? Who cares? Like what you are. You're that important." A, and and why would I waste a minute of a life that I've already wasted half of being a goddamn junkie? Why would I waste another minute talking to an idiot who is who subscribes to a philosophy called libertarianism, which is you might as well argue um, the, uh, the whether King Joffrey deserves the iron throne because it's a, it's the, the at least you know game of thrones is a is a is is an interesting story right it's but they're both libertarianism and the game of thrones world they're 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 both fictionalized constructions that in nowhere in recorded history has there been a successful or a libertarian society, period? Libertarian is a philosophy that some sociopath pulled out of their ass. And it sucks. So, I mean, that's why adolescents like it. You know, in between masturbation sessions, 12-year-old boys read Ayn Rand and think they're libertarians. Most of them grow out of it, though. Except some morons grow up and they, 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 they get on Twitter and they like to argue and say, oh, no, I'm not a Republican. I'm a libertarian. Well, you know what? Libertarianism couldn't keep a, um, Sears and Roebuck in, in uh, you know, that company. It tanked that company pretty quick. But there is no libertarian society in all of the, however, 6,000 years of recorded history. Because there is, libertarianism is as stupid as republicanism. It's even worse, though. It's, it's some kind of, uh, it's like the intellectualized form of republicanism. That it doesn't make any sense. And this guy, the other thing is, I looked at his face, and he's clearly of social, social security age. So not only are they a libertarian, are they morons, but they're hypocrites, of course, because you know this son of a bitch is on Social Security, and you know what? He hates those libtards, though, but he wouldn't have a effing roof over his head. He'd be right back, you know, before Social Security, there was one-third, or I, I can't remember the exact statistic right now. I think it was a third of, of elderly people lived in poverty. 
So FDR, it's probably more than that. I'm getting it mixed up, perhaps, or backwards. But, um, you know, FDR's, we still live in FDR's legacy as much as the Republicans are trying to dismantle it, and they are, and they're getting away with it. Why? Because we're allowing it, you know? We're allowing it. But, you know, I like that we are getting into the streets and all that. That's great. Get into the streets. Have a protest. Keep protesting. But guess what? It's not enough. Because we're, this is code freaking off the chart now. We're, uh, and, and we're, how are we allowing this to happen? All right. How are, this is the other thing. I saw this on the, on the Daily Show the other day. I know I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking around because I have like things here, things there, things here. You know, I got a big screen here and I can't just look straight at everybody. I'm sorry. I don't want to look anybody in the eye anyway. I'm in a fucking mood. But, uh, let me see. Yeah, so I, because I was, I, this is exactly what I've been saying. I was, I saw on The Daily Show that, and the clip where, I'll, I'll play the clip, I'll just, because I was like, why, we're allowing this to happen. We're allowing this con man, and this is what I've been saying forever, just because we play hail to the chief doesn't make this, this con man a president. So we're all, we're all in some kind of mass hysteria right now, mass delusion, that, and we're all enabling this moron to drag our world into past the point of no return that's the thing it's like you know when you're an addict they say not only are you sick but everybody around you is sick because it takes a whole it does it takes a whole village you know it takes your family to uh, of enablers to prop up somebody in active addiction and a lot of times you'll have, you know, you have the addict, you have the identified patient, and then you have everybody else around them that is just as sick. So, you know, Trump may be the identified patient in this scenario, but we're all sick, people, because we're allowing it. You know, and it's not just the, it's not just Trump, because he, we have him, he's obviously patient zero in the, in this scenario. But then you have, you know, like Jeff, Jeff Sessions and Jared Kushner and all, and uh, everybody fanning out in his inner circle, and then you have the morons, the dupes, the Republican enablers in the Republican establishment, and then you have us, even us, the normal people of society that are allowing this to happen, that are continuing to, to allow this to happen. And I like that, you know, like Maxine Waters says, that Whenever it went, when you see these fascists at a gas a gas station at a at the Dunkin' Donuts or wherever, they have to be confronted, legally and peacefully. You know, free speech, right? Snowflakes, don't go all snowflake, snowflake. You right wing conservatives. I know you're so you don't want to have the, the you want all the benefits of society. You want to get away with all your your crimes without having any of the repercussions, just like, you know, this libertarian moron wants all the benefits of society, but none of the responsibilities that we owe to each other. He likes all the benefits, you see, but he doesn't like brown people. That's the problem. He doesn't want to share with other people. 
You know what I mean? Because they're lazy. You know, this guy couldn't, he, he has had everything handed to him. He doesn't understand what it's like to be somebody in, the, in, a, in, a, uh, in a country that is a failed state thanks to the United States and all our, our uh, CIA, you know, dirty tricks all over the globe, making the world safe for capitalism. And that we've just, we've turned these countries into uh, the gang uh, nests of, uh, you know, corruption. So when people have a, you know, they have no choice but to flee. They're fleeing for their lives. They're fleeing because they love their children, not because, oh, they, they're taking their kids on a dangerous journey. Let's take a fucking 50, 100,000 mile walk through the desert, little Johnny. We got nothing to do today. But these lazy scumbags that have had everything handed to them, they think they, you know, born on third base, thinking they hit a triple. They have no empathy. They, they don't see the value in somebody that would cross a desert for freedom. That, you know, that why you would want to open the door for somebody like that and say, come on in, because we have something here called democracy, and we want people who value it. That's the kind of person I want here. Somebody who has been through something, that has something to offer. You think that somebody like that might have something, have some gratitude? They want to build up this society? No, but they're, they're brown, don't you see? They're not like me. <sighs> anyway, I was playing a video. What was it? Oh, the Daily Show. Hold on. Yeah, this this guy is gonna is gonna shape our civilization for generations, and maybe we'll we will. This is it. Who knows? But here's uh, exactly what I've been saying. Hold on. We have to pick one that's gonna be there for forty years, forty-five years. God damn, this is so crazy. Like you realize, regardless of what happens in his presidency now, Donald Trump will leave a mark on this country for decades to come. Yeah. It's like it's not going to go away. It's like he's giving America judicial herpes. <laughs> you realize his court picks will be around for so long that they'll be ruling on major legal questions way into the future, like whether or not Elon Musk can marry his robot slaves. Like, we, we don't know where it's going to go. And I, here's the thing. I can handle the idea of Donald Trump being president for a few years. What blows my mind, though, is that he will be able to fundamentally reshape America for generations. Donald Trump is going to shape America. This guy. And I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers. I'd say, Rosie, you're fired. The power to redefine what America is. This guy. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Seriously? This guy? Trump steaks are by far the best tasting, most flavorful beef you've ever had. Out of all the people it could have been, it's this guy? I've said that if Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Hey, 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 you never know. With the new Supreme Court, that shit could be legal. You never know. Yeah. That's what you work for. You never know. He's there like, that's what I've been working for, folks. I've been really trying, baby. <laughs> trying to hold back these feelings for so long. It is funny. It would be funny if it weren't for the fact that we're, we are passing the point of no return. 
So let me see here, because I wanted to read something. I mean, I want to. I want you all to be as fucking depressed as I am, and I'm really sorry. I'm cursed. I don't know why I'm saying I'm sorry. I'm not sorry because I'm in a pissy. I'm in a. I'm in a place, and it's you know. I call this show therapy for the resistance, and I used to call it therapy for the resi- resistance when it was an hour. But I'm. Uh, it's more like my therapy. Therapy where the resistance gets to talk me off the ledge so hold on a second yeah I, I'm speaking of I just wanted to thank some people right now that have donated to RDT daily and if you donate to I, I you know I'm going to this is what I think I'm gonna do I gotta I gotta do like a patreon page or something too where people can donate to Tarabuster this show to keep this shit going because this this costs money to do, people. I mean, as much as it sucks, it does require some funding. And other, um, the writers that write on RDT Daily need to get paid, too. So, and it is, um, it's a, it's a project that comes out of my own pocket, basically. So, which I would like not to have to do constantly, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen to me, um, who knows what'll happen? Maybe I—I I mean, we—we we, we, nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. You know what I mean? But that's why I—I—I I, I just hope that I end up uh, not having to live on the streets because there probably won't be any um, any social safety net left at that point. So I'll be SOL like the end. Of course, you know we'll probably be living in full-on freaking Handmaid's Tale, right? Because her her emails, right? Her emails, but I just wanted to thank, I got, because this week sucked, I and I, I really want to get into, I mean, I don't know if I want to get into details, but I had, um, I just had, you know, for me, what happens is that all of the sudden, I start, I, like, one thing can kind of trigger me, and I... It just became, it just ballooned into everything, and everything I was seeing was negative like everything that i see on uh and i i should stay off social media frankly um about animals it gets to me um about you know factory farms i can't i can't i can't even uh i start saying you know my god this we're just doomed um then i saw this video of this couple that, and they're not alone, who were married for whatever, how many years, in love, <laughs> whatever that is, and uh, they um, had to break up because she has epilepsy and the, he, uh, together they make too much money, so they can't even live together anymore. This is the country we live in that breaks up retiree couples and so this because this woman um if she didn't take her epilepsy medicine she she'd have seizures constantly and wouldn't be able to live that's and uh, that's the that's the fucking country we live in and 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 meanwhile um you know ivanka's getting her 
trademarks approved from China. From China. So that's all. That's good, right? That's all that matters. But in in the midst of this, I got a very nice note from somebody. Um, somebody named Jane. I want to thank you, and she sent sent me a, um, a very generous donation, and a uh, and a note that she loves spending Sunday nights with me, and uh, she gets the podcast off Progressive Voices and that she would display her window cling proudly amongst the uptight Saturday night evangelical crowd that she drives by. And I, and I really got a kick out of that. So thank you, Jane. And I want to thank Michael and Dia and Steven. These are people that are, they are constantly donating to, to the show. And, it's really it, it is the wind beneath my wings, frankly, as, as cheesy as that is. You know what I mean? It, I am really grateful. So I and I I really appreciate it. I don't know what else to say. Thank you, and I don't know you 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 lift me up. Uh, but if you anybody else who wants to donate will get a window cling. This this one here. I mean, there's not the greatest gift in the world, but it's cute. It has Francis Jr. Jr.'s picture on it. He's my he's my little cat. I have two. One is Tara Jr. Jr. and Francis Jr. Jr. And because they're a lo- long line of uh, of animals, and I, I like because I have a tr- I have trouble with change, you know, as we all do, probably as a lot of people do, and letting go. I. Uh, it, it is my way of remembering the ones that that passed, and you know that's it's hard having animals. You know what I mean? Living creatures, it, and they teach me so much. And one of the things they teach me, because their lives are so short, is that everything is temporary, and that this too shall pass. And we're we're all here for a very short period of time, and uh, that's why I just don't understand why. Some people want to spend their time making the lives of other people miserable. Why, why don't you want to help? You know, what is wrong with you? And why are these people in charge? Why are we allowing it? So just like that clip said, this guy, that guy who didn't win, who is under investigation for being a Putin puppet, this guy, there is no doubt. Now, we know for a fact that the, that 17 intelligence agencies told both the Democratic Party and the Republican parties during the election that, that Putin and the, and the Russians were infiltrating our election. And they, I mean, that's all we know, but we know that they know a hell of a lot more than we know. So... And we also know that Mitch McConnell is such a traitor who that he said that if the if they went public with it, that he would say he would tell his dumbass racist base that the uh, that the Democrats that the, it was political, that they were just being political, and um, you know that's they they know that Trump is compromised by the Russians. There is no doubt in my mind now 
that he is a he's he's easily duped and easily played because he's a greedy bastard. And the um it just came out that what's his face? Stuttering John had actually I wish I had thought of this, but I'm too, I was too busy this week being um, you know, kind of talked off the ledge. But um Stuttering John called it, it took him about 15 minutes to get Trump on the phone. Hold on. Just looking it up. Why don't I have it ready? I don't know. It's just me here and it's hot. It's like 100 degrees. I shut the AC off cuz it was making the humming noise, but I might have to put it back on a little bit. Um yeah, so stuttering John, I have some clips here. Hold on a second. Let me get it. He called up Trump, and in about uh, 15 minutes, I got him on the phone. So, and he—I was going to play it. There's, but the let me just see. The audio kind of sucks a little bit. So, even it sucks worse than the audio for this show. So, um, let me see if that's there. Is he? Do I have this? I may not have it. But. Let me just play, because he was actually on uh, Stuttering John. John Melendez was on MSNBC in, um, and d- discussing the, the, the phone call. So I'll play that. What do you want us to take away from what you were able to do? Well, I think I had proven how easily the, this administration could get duped. And, you know, and it makes me, you know, really, really believe... Um, you know, the president's association with Putin and the Russians before the election. I, I, I thoroughly believe that, you know, this is, a, this is an organization, an administration in, in disarray. And I think this points out that, and, and you know, Donald Trump has got to be embarrassed by the people he's hired to do his screening. Look, they didn't ask me any questions to verify if it was the senator. They could have asked me what state he was senator of, and I wouldn't have been able to answer. You would have known. I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known because I because I just used Menendez because it sounds like Melendez. I was going to ask you why you picked him uh, of all people. Yeah, I, if 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 they would ask what party affiliation the senator had, I would have been stumped because I, I I would have known. They didn't ask me any questions to prove that I was a senator. Now that's a scary thing. I I mean, wouldn't you say for you know for the uh, you know the people working around the president that they don't even. I mean, I had a harder time getting into MSNBC today than I did to get through to the president. It's beyond belief. Can you imagine how, and this is what we always return to, just play the game. Let's play the game again. What if Obama had done something like that? What if... Because I know during the election, was it, didn't we um, constantly hear how Hillary couldn't be trusted to handle classified information, that she was careless, so careless. Meanwhile, this guy is on a private phone. He's obviously the Oval Office is probably bugged up the wazoo. And it's embarrassing. It's beyond embarrassing. And he's... Now he's going to meet with Putin. His 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 meeting. He's meeting his maker in a few weeks, and he's already talking about something that Putin has wanted 
not only destroying the Western alliance, destroying NATO, he's calling NATO like, uh, he's saying is as bad as NAFTA. And he's, set, he's fulfilling Putin's dream of agreeing with his annexing Crimea, which is like, which is a crime that we went to war for. That's the entire globe was at war twice for similar offenses. And he's up to, you know, it's whatever, uh, whatever Putin wants, Trump is going to do and say, and he's not even hiding it anymore. That's the thing. And he talks about, oh, he's so tough on Putin. See, it does not matter what reality is, and his dupes will agree with it. It doesn't matter. So that's the other thing that really got me depressed. I saw that, um, that uh, you know, those people that have to break up in this country to, in order to get medical care, and then you have uh, these idiots. And this was from The Daily Show, too, actually. The nation's media may be focused on kids in cages being ripped apart from their families at the border, but down here in Trump country, they only wanted to talk about one thing. Space Force. Space Force. We need it. Space Force. Making space great again. I am so excited about Space Force. There was just one question. What is Space Force? Something we've been missing for a long time. You get to go to space. Space Force is a little bit of everything. It's like the cast of Modern Family. There you go. Well, isn't it fun to say it? Say, say Space Force. Space Force. It's the next generation. It's exciting, isn't it? What is it? It is uh, what they refer to as uh, cloud computer. So Space Force is iTunes. It's where all my music is. Yes, I agree. It's, it's iTunes. What is Space Force? You know, space exploration and yep. um, just finding out what's out there, I guess. But NASA does space exploration. NASA is only going to tell us what they want us to know. Whereas I think Trump will send his own stuff and we will find out the truth. Who would lead Space Force? Neil Armstrong. Okay. I mean, he's dead. We'd have to bring him back to life. They have to have a military background. They have to have a military background. I think so, yeah. But the military has advised President Trump that we don't need a Space Force. Well, Trump's his own man. He knows more. And, he, and he's going to tell us the truth about what's out there. When you're in Trump's universe, everyone loves Space Force. Space Force! But why do we need Space Force? Uh, terrorists could, through the use of drones, get into space and become a very dangerous hazard to our freedom. I'm sure that there will be war in space. Let's not forget 9-11, okay? Uh, I think that Space Force could help prevent the next 9-11. Which would be 912. 912, 913. Okay. I think ISIS could get to space. Space ISIS? Space ISIS. Holy shit, space ISIS. We do need a space force. Doesn't make a lot of sense and we'd be wasting a lot of dollars, but at the same time, it's just going to be cool. Let me just unpack what you just said. Right. We need to have a space force. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a waste of money, yep. but it's going to be cool. Right. So we need to have it. You Pretty stand much. by that statement? Stand by that statement, 100%. Fuck yeah, Space Force. It's yeah. just a cool name. It's just a cool name. And that's good enough. Space Force! So there's a guy clearly in need of uh, eating a salad. and But that's too, that's probably too gay. 
you know, and uh, wearing a shirt that has a, an American Eagle with a bandana on it and a Make America Great Again hat saying, telling us what's cool. That's cool. Like we need, we need to waste money. We don't have money for a couple who have been together forever that are in love, that want to support each other and care for each other. We don't have money that they, for them to stay together. They have to split up. So this, the, the woman can get some medication so she doesn't have to have uh, epileptic seizures. But we need a space force. And Trump will tell us the truth. doesn't matter what, the, what NASA says, what the military says. Trump will tell us the truth. Uh, they don't, do they know who Trump is? Have they met this guy? That's the thing. This is how stupid we are. We're dumb. There are so many dumb people in charge. How, and how do you, and, and they, they go straight to the top. That's the other thing. Make America great again. They, they, it's, that's, they want to make it as dumb as they are so they don't have to feel icky. They don't like feeling challenged. This, the world is too confusing for them. It's too complex. There's too many colors. There's too much difference. Make it the same. Make it as white and boring and stupid as they are. They don't have to feel le le less than. They don't like liberals making them feel stupid. They like their stupid president making them feel smart and in charge. But, I mean... I guess we came up with some with a screwy system that allowed the stupid to rise to the top. And that's why I say that we really need to rebuild this shit. We, this, we need to break it down and build it up. It's not working. And if I have to watch another pundit on MSNBC or wherever talk about Trump and his Supreme Court pick, like this is a normal a daily operation of a president. He's not a president. He's a so-called president. This is not normal. It's not okay. He's a racist. He's a moron. He does not ho know how to spell. He doesn't know the difference between the, the word T-O and T-O-O. -O. We're going to let that fucking guy shape our destiny. And, and not only that, he will drag us back, put somebody there who sucks, who is a throwback to times that we already battled through. I'm sorry. Most people, you know, you don't like abortion people. They talk about it, but then, then don't, then vote Democratic. Why are you voting for pro-abortion then? Because they, the numbers of abortion go up under Republican regressive policies. They don't understand that. You know, when you have reality-based sex education programs, abortion rate goes down. Unwanted pregnancy goes down. But they don't want that. You know, they want Jesus. This fake Jesus who hates, hates gays. I don't know. I don't know who this Jesus is that they... I never learned about this Jesus. Well, maybe I did, actually. That's not true. I knew this, because I went to, uh, I was in Catholic uh, CCD. My mother was a nun, all right? My father was a garbage man. My mother was a nun. I did not, go I went to Catholic school for a couple of years, and 
I then I got kicked out. That was another story. But I went to public school then, and uh, you know. But anyway, the whole time I was forced to go to church, and I was forced because my family was very Catholic. Obviously, Tara Devlin—that's like freaking Irish Catholic. Like you wouldn't if I wouldn't have a name like that if I lived in Ireland. I mean, this is like you know throwback to the old country, and they forced me. My father used to hunt me down in the streets and make me go to church because my father would wake me up, go to church on Sundays. And instead of go, I would rather sit in the schoolyard bored, looking at my shoes in the, you know, swinging on the swing for an hour, boring, like doing nothing, staring at an anthill. But my father used to, uh, he he would get in his car and like roam the spots that I would that he knew I would hide in and uh, find me, and he would drag me to church, and you know what? It sucked. Church. What did church do for me? I remember when I was a kid, when I was in actually in religious instruction in CCD, when we were reading about the Old Testament, and it said something like that. Uh, Noah lived to be 800 or 900 years old or something like that. One of these. I can't remember. And uh, I remember raising my hand saying, how is that possible? How is uh, How did he live to be 800 years old? And the answer that I was given, and I'll never forget it, was, it's in the Bible, so you believe it. That was the answer. Okay. Well, I guess it's the same thing for these idiots. It's It comes out of Trump's pie hole so you believe it space force and make america great and don't worry about it uh you know russia is a witch hunt we're living in a in, with morons people and i think we need to break up all right we i'm gonna have to take a break it's gonna be about six minutes and you'll see a clip from poppy and There'll be the uh, labor history in two, and we will, and I'll be back on the other side. Well, I'm glad some of you know me. I know some of you don't know me, but my name's Poppy. I uh, I grew up in Rhode Island, a little roadie. And I was a tomboy all my life. Anybody else tomboys? Woo! Yes! That was the way to go. What a great job that was, being a tomboy, wasn't it? Oh, we had the life, man. Throwing rocks, riding your mini bike. Dating the gym teacher. Yeah! <laughs> I love my gym teacher, man. I went to college to play basketball. That was why I went to college, to play basketball. That was my whole goal because the coach was a big dyke and I wanted to play under her. Mm. That doesn't make me a bottom necessarily. <laughs> you know, we don't do that, do we? We don't lesbians, tops and bottoms, both don't do that, do we? No, we do it all. We got a lot of to do. We got to do it all. I say whoever is on the bottom is whoever's less full that night. That's what I say. <laughs> oh, get off. Get off. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. Get off. <laughs> Woo, shouldn't have had that tiramisu. I'm going to puke. 
<laughs> right? That's right. Oh, oh, right. Whoever's less full. I've had a lot of girlfriends in my career as a lesbian. A lot of girlfriends. A lot of partners. A lot of partners. I can start a law firm. I've had so many partners now. <laughs> Catherine Ingram, Hirsch, and Helen Jaroslaw, can I help you? Hello. <laughs> no, she's not here either. <laughs> she left me too. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, my last girlfriend was 23. That was stupid. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. 23. I'm like, damn. I must have been looking for a junior partner. I don't know. What the... <laughs> that, that is too young, isn't it? That is, whoa, that is way too young. No. My friends all say, Poppy, we think you, you date straight women and make them gay. Huh? You guys do that? No, I don't do that. I say, no, I don't. I date bisexual women and make them choose. <laughs> right? <laughs> Got to get in shape, work out. It's hard. It's hard to go work out. Because the people at the gym, the aerobic instructors, can't count. And one and two and three and four, three more, two more, and two and one and five and six, nine more, ten more, and five and six and three and six, six more, ten more, and nine and five and six, three, four, five, nine, six more. I'm like, hey! Tell you how to count, Rain Man. What the hell are you talking about? Tell you what's after four. Happy hour. See you later. <laughs> Hard, man. It's hard to work out. Gay men, they work out hard, don't they? Gay men are buffing it out, aren't they? They... <laughs> man, I like it. It looks nice, right? I like I'm a lesbian. I like a gay man's body. <laughs> but I don't like it to go too far. You ever get to see the guys that do the muscle, and then there's a muscle on top of the muscle, and then there's like a vein on top of that? Ew. We don't like the vein. No. I want to see your nice, beautiful body. I don't want to see your entire cardiovascular system. I don't need to see <laughs> right? You can look at them and go, look, you got a little blood clot going up your neck right there. <laughs> Better get to the hospital. You're going to have an aneurysm any minute. I can tell. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1934. That was the day 1,400 workers at the Milwaukee Electric Railway and Light Company launched a four-day strike. Three unions, representing about a third of the total employees, were fighting to break the hold of the company union. The Transit and Power Company had already fired 13 workers for union activity. IBEW, Operating Engineers, and the Amalgamated Association of Street and Electric Railway Employees Union led the walkout. They demanded reinstatement of their fired co-workers. They also wanted the right to pick their own bargaining representatives and insisted the company union rescind its policy of barring strikers from membership and further employment. The walkout began early in the morning as strikers surrounded car barns, garages, and power plants. 
Company agents barricaded facilities with barbed wire, supplied Pullman cars for strike breakers, and posted armed guards on streetcars. Almost immediately, striker Joseph Urbanski was mowed down and seriously injured as he tried to stop a scab streetcar. By nightfall, 5,000 strikers and their supporters had blocked five transit lines. They ripped protective screens from the streetcar windows and forced scab drivers to abandon their routes. As crowds swelled to 10,000 on the second day of the strike, a little more than half of all cars were in service. More than 100 streetcars had been damaged. Socialist Mayor Daniel Hohen placed the blame squarely on the utility company. Street battles with police and scabs continued into the third day of the strike. Milwaukee's Federated Trades and Building Trades Councils threatened a general strike in the city by July 2nd if the strike was not settled. By June 30th, workers celebrated total victory when the company conceded to all of their demands. Like what you hear? Check out more at laborhistoryin2.com. So, all right, let me just begin. Yeah. Let's get into our show. Uh, every, I'll do the in, the thing again. So, welcome everyone. Thanks again <laughs> for <laughs> for hanging out and sticking with it. And um, my name is Tara Devlin. We meet here every Saturday evening from 7 p.m. Eastern to 8 p.m. Eastern on the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels when that shit's working. And we are replayed every starting Sunday on Progressive Voices at 6 p.m. Eastern and or anytime on the Progressive Voices app or GDPR Revolution 99. So getting back to, I guess, politics and whatnot, it just makes me – this is what I was getting crazy about too in the, in the first hour, that I, I can't believe that – we live among people that are just so awful that are yeah. that are stripping babies you know we're hearing stories about mothers nursing infants and and them ripping them from their arms and taking them telling them oh we'll bring them right back we're going to take them for, uh, for a shower of all things and uh, I mean, they don't. Do you know that you're on the wrong side of history, and that that they're doing this so callously and for political gain, just for short-term political gain? And uh, I I can't no, I, I can't even I, believe I, it. I think the people that actually do the ripping mm, are mm-hmm. doing it because they're fucking assholes and right. they're not, you know, they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't an asshole. They wouldn't be doing that job. There's just some people that are assholes and they like being an asshole. Right. And and that's the, you know, when I uh, when I saw uh the pictures of the 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 Nazis picnicking in Auschwitz, right? I don't know if you've ever seen these pictures. Oh, there. And God. that's what it reminded me of, that there, uh, when I see Ivanka and uh, who's this other one? You know, all the, they're posting these pictures of, the, here's me and my baby. And uh, when that's what it <laughs> reminded me of, that right now there are people crying, you know, like they're, these people that are coming here from these countries that we have fucked up beyond repair, they're coming here mm. as refugees. They're coming, they're fleeing for their lives. 
And we have a moral obligation to open the door and let them in, not to and what they're doing is they're they're saying, oh, come in legally, but they are tripping them up by by closing all the legal avenues to so they're they're just being uh-huh. too clever, you know, by whatever they think that they're being clever, but we're all everybody knows what they're doing. They're just they're saying, oh, come yeah. in legally, come across this bridge, but then they close the bridge, you know, and uh, so uh-huh. and these and they're waiting. These families are waiting in the hot sun and trying to get in, and they don't have enough people to process them and whatnot. They're, they're and they're coming because not because they want to clean some fucking rich bitch's toilet or you know do a manicure, manicure some fucking uh, you know trust fund baby's uh, nails. They're doing it because mm. they are they're being raped, they're being forced to join gangs, and they're they're doing it to save their lives. And that and the other thing, you know, these tr- the Trump, uh, what he does, stirring up fear and hatred and division, saying like these. And the other thing is showing only the boys, the, the because you know. If you show a little girl, that doesn't exactly fit into your MS-13 narrative, does it? A, a crying oh, baby yeah. girl. So that's why the people are saying, where are the girls? Where are the girls? All those images that we're getting are of boys. And, you know, huh. I guess you could make boys kind of scary, right? A little brown boy, that might be scary. They're all boys that are like 15, 16. That's not a coincidence, and where are the girls? The girl, and then they then they rip these fucking kids from the from their parents, and they don't, and then they deport the parents back to wherever the hell they came from, and uh, they have no nothing, no paper trail, and some of these kids are so yeah. Young. Where are the kids going? Are they going into foster homes? Yeah, like they they sent them. Uh, some of them came up here. It was on the news. They had them come from like they because apparently New York has a. Uh, has a very whatever well respected si- si- system of foster care they sent a bunch of yeah. them up here and they told the wow. airlines that this was a soccer team that's another thing i mean they're so fucking oh my evil. god yeah because they were like what is this and um and then the airline oh, apparently because the airline the airlines were refusing to take them yeah. or no? Well, at first they 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 took it. Yes, I think that's why, why. They didn't want the airlines to give them any trouble. And then the airlines fa- found out or figured it out that it wasn't a soccer team, that they were being duped. And they they said that they won't do it anymore. But, but just the fact that that's what you're doing, you know? I mean, I can't even imagine, wow. you know, as somebody who wore the uniform of this fucking country – if so, if that was my job, right? I wasn't. I don't. You know, obviously, it's different. This is the ICE agents. I don't know who exactly are moving these kids, but you know, if yeah. you you have a militaristic system of uh, whatever, and uh, but they're, well, you know, if that that was your order. Don't you have any humanity? What is wrong with you? And this is why. This is how it happens, and uh, people are like, oh, uh, you know, it's not fascism because if you if this was fascism, there wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to say what you're saying and whatnot. But it doesn't happen overnight. That's the thing. It starts. This is how it starts. What? And you know, what is fascism exactly? Well, it is. It technically it is the merger of corporate and state. That is, it was 
Mussolini came up with the term fascism, and it was, and he said uh, that it should rightfully be called corporatism. So, and in the in oh. Mussolini's Italy, they had instead of, um, and that's what we have really. Instead of the representatives, they would yeah. have representatives of corporations would it be, would have their uh, representatives in the parliament of the in the Italian parliament uh, but there's also these elements of yeah fascism. yeah i guess we are we are, we are and uh, exactly because when you have a system of government what that where right now the 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 wants and needs of working people they've done studies right they, there was a princeton study that said that the wants and needs of the working class have a statistically insignificant effect on government policy. That, well, what does that mean? That mm-hmm. means that you it doesn't fucking matter. That's why we can have 90% of Americans demanding, you know, having marches and rallies, demanding background checks yeah. and gun purchases, demanding whatever, bump mm-hmm. stocks or whatever bullshit they want to throw at us. Right. And it doesn't happen because they're not representing us. They're representing the big moneyed interest. And that's fucking fascism. And that didn't happen overnight wow. it, it came and it came from wow. uh you know the different supreme court decisions uh uh you know allowing money flooding into our system and fascism there's different characteristics of fascism in fact there's the 14 well the famous 14 characteristics of fascism and uh let's see wow. i don't know let me see character and there's also uh, characteristics of fascism. I'm just typing it in. And there's also yeah. a famous, um, a lot of people probably already know of uh, Henry Wallace's famous um, letter to the New York Times. Let me see. Henry Wallace. He, uh, Henry Wallace was uh, one of FDR's vice presidents. And during World War II, he, they asked, um, you know, because we were we used to fight fascism. We and, uh, we didn't enable it. We didn't embolden it at home, which is what yeah. Trump is doing. Yeah, and um, right, that's yeah. what he's all fighting for. Yeah, he's all you know. The some uh, what did he say? Both sides or uh, many sides? You know, when you have fucking Nazis literally walking, marching oh, yeah. through the streets with tiki torches, and he's like, well, many sides, many sides. You yeah, know, there's good people on both yeah, sides. Yeah, they got so, they got a point. They got a but so yeah, they got. So, but uh, the the 14 characteristics of fascism is a uh, let's see it says, um, one powerful and continuing nationalism. There you go. I mean that's you know all this fucking flag yeah. bullshit. You know when they when they demand yeah. to stand for the flag, you got to stand in a certain way for the flag. And I I always remember watching this documentary on the how not you know the Nazi rise to power in Germany, when one a story that somebody told where he was standing. There was I mean they were all about parades. You know that Nazis were all about the fucking parades, uh-huh. and they were emulating uh, the uh, they were trying to emulate actually ancient Rome they used a lot of ancient Roman symbols and the whole pomp and circumstance really? of the Caesars yeah and uh, so uh, that's what the eagle is was. he gonna get his parade is he gonna get his well military parade I, this- he better not that's the thing that is that is chilling to me to, to 
to know that, that is killing. Yeah, that this fucking bone spur, uh, draft bone dodging spur. bullshitter <laughs> is going to have oh, a, yeah. a, a parade that if I was still wearing oh. a uniform, then I'd have to fucking put it on and salute that piece of shit. No way. I, I, it's, it's, and all the, the wasted money. Meanwhile, all we have veterans on the, on the streets. It's a disgrace. So when yeah, I, yeah. I remember watching this uh, documentary and he was saying the one of the f- f- people where they, he was recalling what it was like to live watching Nazis rise to power. And he was watching one of these parades that, cause they were all about the fucking parades and uh, a one of the the people, I guess one of the officers or whatever, in the parade stepped out of the parade and went over and slapped this guy across the fa- face and said, "Salute the flag." And uh, yeah, so that's he, he said what he said, "Salute the flag," and he slapped the guy across the face. Oh. And uh, that's wow. I mean, hello, that's the same thing that's going on right here. And that's why the the Germans are very wary of nationalism, and because uh, they know they know the where it leads, you know. But anyway, so then we that's have. Like, that's like, go ahead. Sorry. That's like being that's like being drunk. Now you you were you were a junkie alcoholic. I was an alcoholic, and but I know when I was drunk, and I was but I would become vehement about what people should do like there's the Celtics this is an example the 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 Chicago Bulls won the three-peat and uh we were so drunk and so excited for the Chicago Bulls you know and these this car drove up this red convertible Corvette drove up to this this stop sign where I was standing on top of a newspaper box screaming with a giant beer going you know partying and i'm like come on dude party and he just looked at me with disgust with three women in his convertible and i was like come on you gotta smile we just won you know and he wouldn't smile i said i'm gonna throw my beer on your Uh car if you don't (laughs) will you smile and he still wouldn't smile and i threw my beer on his cherry red convertible Uh because i was drunk and that sounds like people get so caught yeah. up with their fascism or their nationality yeah. or their right. whatever that they impose it on other people right. with complete uh, rights. Yeah, then they think... Which is wrong. Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's not... I mean, you see that now in retrospect, but that's what happens, this mob mentality. And, I mean, Republicans oh. are... And they've done studies on, on conservatives where they're... They are, you know, wedded to hierarchy. They because they 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 actually. I know it sounds kind of whatever. I remember saying this to somebody once, and he was like, "Oh, this sounds like that uh, brain, you know, where they used to like count your the lumps on your head or whatever." But they have done studies on oh. the brain, and they could tell who was a conservative and who was a liberal because of the size of people's amygdalas, which is the fear center in your brain. So the amygdala is a primitive oh, wow. brain. So those with larger amygdalas are that were conservatives and that they are, they are fear-based. And so oh. they, yeah. And 
therefore, the other studies they've done on conservatives and liberals, they and they could also tell the other thing that they could tell children who would grow up to be conservative and who would be liberal, like by certain things like that, where they uh, huh. where they were um, afraid and whatnot, and it could, because the the uh, it is a, really about fear, and that's and all that yeah. Trump peddles is fear. Fear of other, fear of yep. difference. Everybody's coming to get you. You're, they're taking you. They're taking yep. your. Things are changing, yep. and they. Um, yep. That's why conservatives are. They don't give a shit. They don't. They're not really big on democracy. Now they say they love America, but they're not. They really don't because they're. They kind of. Um, as you could see, when if if they really loved America, they would smell a con man a mile away. When somebody says. Mm-hmm. only I can fix it, that they would say, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You know, like that, this is not right. democracy. That's not what we, what, why all those, those uh, people died, you know, uh, storming Normandy or all the graves in Arlington National Cemetery. That's, they died for democracy. They didn't die for some s- s- fucking con man to say only I can fix it. You know, so but right, conservatives right, right. are they they need they're um, attracted to hierarchy because it's really it's because of fear. They they are afraid of the scary complex world of others who basically who don't know their place. Yeah. That's why when you know they want gays in the closet. When I was a child, you know, it was like this. America was great when. You know, it's they don't like change. They, I mean, who the fuck likes change? I don't like change, but I don't mind. You know, like right. they, they don't like. Um, I don't know what it is. They just don't want. Uh, they want everything to be in their place, in its place, and that. Um, that's why when they well, they, they want know, a big daddy to fix it. I think that. I think that the problem beyond the fear. And the reason for the fear is, and I don't know why we're not talking about it, but we have too many people in the world. Right. You know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut it back. I man. know. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop producing people. Right. right. You know, and no one's talking about birth That's control. That's right. That's and right. They, and they want to stop abortions. That's insane. Right. You know. Right. It's like. Why? Why can't we start talking about population control? Right, right. Well, they they're afraid. They, you know, on their. I, I don't know if you've seen on Fox News. There's clips and whatnot of them saying we need more white babies. You know, like they they <laughs> are. <laughs> I know. Oh, this is where we fucking live. They because are you serious? I swear to God, I I don't have it this clip obviously handy, but there is. If you just Google it, Fox. I think it was like. Uh, I can't remember who said it. We need more white babies. Fox News. Come on. Yeah. Well, I we mean, can you believe people, it? Period. Right. But they they don't huh? they want less brown people. That's the problem. They they want more white yeah. babies. And that's why when I see that show like um that fucking Duggars show, that 19 kids, 20 oh, kids, whatever. How many people do they have? Shit, like 20 fucking kids or whatever. It's like 19 kids and counting or whatever. It's like Insanity. It's the the selfishness of that, Be, but because yes, yes. yeah, and and the, the you know because they think Jesus is going to come down and 
they're not worried about it. They're not worried about population or water because there there are people that say the uh, next world war is going to be fought not on you know will be fought on nat- natural resources like water because we just don't have enough. And uh, you, right, and it's this uh, it, like exactly like you're saying the uh, there's too many people. It's just too many. How? Too many people. Yeah, and it's there's just too many. The country, the world, the the, the earth can't support us all. So we got to cut back, man, and stop polluting. Right. And, you know, everything's just getting way jacked up, and we right. need to bring it down. <laughs> Come on, people, bring it back, reel it in. But that's why that's why I was like exactly. so depressed, and that's why it's perfect. Like the, like the uh, what I was thinking about the show is it too late and whatnot. Because well, I'm just trying to find it. There's this, um, where where was I looking? I have like 20 different articles open. Um, because yeah. I was just <laughs> reading uh, not too long ago, and I was going to uh, refer to it, that there's, that there are scientists that are saying that it is too late. Like we, we have, yeah. we have crossed the point of no return as far as, um, climate change, you know. Let me see. The nonprofit three. I'm just trying to get to the point at the bottom here. Let's see. The group is working yeah. to create an international <laughs> grassroots movement to influence political dynamics. Blah blah blah. While merely a number, 350 represents humanity's potential capacity to solve the most pressing problem it has faced. It also represents a large target for international negotiators to aim for blah 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 but the point is what are we doing we're we're not even considering this we have people in power that don't believe that climate change is real and they're not doing it they're actually amping it up they want more coal they're subsidizing coal they're subsidizing these dirty fuels they are uh yeah uh, i mean he just put a tax on the he just put a tax on the solar panels that are coming in from Europe or Canada or somewhere so that solar panels are going to become more expensive here right. in the States and so that coal will be used more. It's such, it's so ridiculous too. Why would you, if you can put your money and your and your energy into something that isn't filthy and dirty, transition these fucking coal <laughs> miners out of a, like you got to die of black lung like your, like your grandpappy? You know what I mean? Like, go. Right. Why, why wouldn't right. you want to live and have a nice, uh, you know, work on a fucking windmill or something? You know what I mean? Like, work yeah, on a. Live, live in the light, not in the dark. Right. Like, why you got to live like a mole in a, in a hole and right. die with <laughs> uh, gasping for air uh, because your yeah. grandpappy did it? And. Yeah. It's. Uh, and that's why it's ridiculous. This. And these dumbasses, that's the other thing that got me really depressed, was watching these these uh, idiots. And I don't know how many rallies Trump had last week. It was like one fucking rally after the other. I know it. I know it. Because he, he needs this, he needs, it's called narcissistic supply. That's, he's a narcissist, and that's what he, and, and he's also a very needy, little whiny little bitch too that's the other thing that's it doesn't make sense like he he's so because here's the thing i just well i mean i knew this and it just kind of 
because he understands that he's a fraud. That's the whole thing. He knows and yeah. he's a fraud, and he's afraid that we're all going to catch on. That's why he's he, he's working overtime. Well, well yeah. how is the Mueller probe going? I mean, I hope that's not dying out. I no. mean, it's like I haven't heard been hearing about it. I need it to fucking I know. live, and we need to impeach him. I mean, I what know. the fuck is going on with Mueller? I know. Well, he's, I mean, the whole, I thought, I don't think that, it just, it feels like he's probably taking a lot longer than he is because uh, every day is like a month in the life of, it's like we're living in do oh. dog years, you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. so, it's so accelerated every, uh, that's, the, this last week, no wonder I was depressed. It was one thing after another, not just, I, 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 I mean, first of all, it was good news that, uh, what's her face, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez won the primary. Oh. She's actually my representative now. That's where I live, in Queens. She's the, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I voted for her. I didn't think, she like, she's a socialist. Is she like the first, is she a lesbian too? I don't know. She's 28. Um, she went to college, so maybe. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You know these college <laughs> lesbians. No, I I don't know I actually. Do know. I haven't yeah. met her, but uh, I I was gonna try to get her on the show. Maybe we can we can uh, you know have her on when we're we're like all That'd together. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's my representative, and uh, I I voted for her. They came to my door. They they did uh, they did do a lot of canvassing. I did not <clears throat> get any canvassing of. Uh, What's his face? Joe, uh, the other guy. And he wasn't a bad representative. But then but when they came to my door, and that's what I said, I was like, well, what is I wasn't really I, I wasn't really paying attention to him because he was always he always seemed to vote the right way uh, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Like and um, then they were explaining that, you know, he, he does take corporate money. He's not he doesn't live in the district. He's, you know, whatever wow. he and uh they were really grooming him to be the next Nancy Pelosi. He was an insider. And, um, but they, you know, I said, oh, you know what? I guess I will vote for her just to kick him in the ass. I had no, I did not right. think he, that she was going to win. No way. No way. I thought it would be sort of wow. like, that's why I vote, like when I vote here, I'll vote on, because you can vote the different lines. I vote on the working party's line, you know. So instead of the democratic uh -huh. line to show, so it kind of shows that you're you're voting. I mean, you're voting for the Democrat on the working party's line. So you show you show telling them that you're a liberal, you know, and uh, yeah. so that's why I thought I was just gonna kick her, kick him in the ass a little bit. And uh, but she won. It was what a surprise, really. It was a pleasant surprise because. And the other thing is, the these Republicans, they were like, they it was. The way that they were describing her on uh, Fox News, because they were saying, like, they, um, you know, uh, what's his face? You know, Sean Hannity, the, the stupidest person in television. He was, he was like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, uh, oh, uh, she's for universal health care and free higher education and living wage and retirement. Like, at reporting this like it's a bad thing and it was right right oh my god oh the humanity she <laughs> she wants you to have a dignified 
decent life? What a bitch. <laughs> you know? I mean, how how un-American. How un-American. I thought, didn't Hannity get in trouble? Wasn't he going to get booted off or something because he's such a jerk? Well, he was part of, apparently, one of, what's his face's, um, he was one of the two clients that Michael Cohen had. So we uh, more will oh, be revealed yeah. there. More will be revealed. Oh, oh, okay. And, oh okay. And so I don't know if you saw that. Uh, what's his name? Michael Avenetti. He, um, you know, he's the Storm- lawyer, right? Yeah, Stormy Daniels' lawyer. He, uh, yeah, he's yeah. been tweeting, and I've, uh, I love him. He's great. He, uh, he tweeted something about like get your seatbelts on or whatever, and uh, where. Uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting, you know, few months. Everybody buckle up because he's saying, like, he yeah. knows things that are, are coming. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh-huh. Who knows? I, I can't wait because, you know, Trump is a traitor. And that's the other thing. That is another reason why. Why the fuck are we allowing this traitor, this Putin puppet, under criminal investigation? Remember how we couldn't vote for Hillary, supposedly, because she was under investigation or, you know, and then she was so careless. You know, it's like he they're all they're such hypocrites. It's it's uh, it's stunning. It's sickening, really. And well, I like that. I like that. Cory Cory Booker is going to probably filibuster any new. Uh, judge oh, good. being voted on I didn't know while that. Trump is under investigation. Good. Well, that's what we need to do. Yeah. And my friend yeah. who's in Canada right now, just on vacation, he was like, you know, everybody's been depressed because that's the other thing. So, you know, that happened or, you know, or Alexandra or Casio Cortez got elected. I was like, oh, that's good. And then fucking boom, you get uh, Kennedy is retiring. And so it's like, Oh my god! Yeah. And then the shooting happened, and you know that's sh- the shooting kind of like oh. is underneath. No, uh, uh, every between ba- ripping babies out of the arms of their mothers and uh, everything else that's right. going on. The shooting, shoot. Oh well, you know another shooting. It's sort of like I know, it, but it just it really goddamn it's- got to me this week. I real and I that's why I started being like, we're gonna let this fucking Putin puppet pick. Our our next uh, Supreme Court yeah, justice. He's having a summit with them, isn't he? Having a summit with them, like any minute now. Right, and he's going to. Uh, he's already saying that he's looking into uh, recognizing Putin for uh, his annexing of Crimea, and he. They're. Uh, they are. Uh, he is such a puppet. It is not even he's not even hiding it anymore and they don't yeah, even feel right. the need that's the other thing they don't even feel the need to hide their corruption that's what's also so concerning that they don't even yeah. have to hide it then uh, I, I don't know i know it's weird it's really it's amazing that's why i'm like i think muller is our like only mm-hmm. hope and i just i hope he gets it man i hope he gets it and gets it right and right once he does then we can get rid of him but right well you know that you know, he's got to do it right right well that's what he's doing and that's why he's not he's not out there tweeting he doesn't have to tweet and the only the only hope that trump has is uh poisoning the well 
and we know that. And that's why he's it's a witch hunt. It's Mueller, uh, uh, thirteen oh, angry yeah. Democrats. That's the other thing. What what should it fucking matter? Thirteen angry Democrats. That's why. The, because of because they these Republicans project their feelings they project their uh, their own criminality on uh, everybody else so they are completely yeah, yeah. right they're completely political themselves that's why they could never the, they they that's how they operate so they can never <laughs> imagine that somebody would actually be uh, just a public servant wedded to right. upholding the right, rule of right, law. Right. I mean, who, don't you need something yeah. under the table? Isn't there some kind of graft that you're, you know, what's in it for you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's the way, you know, they've been brought up or whatever. Trump's never known to yep. be poor. He doesn't yeah. know no. what a poor person thinks. Here. He doesn't give a you shit. Know, somebody that just gets by, you right. know. Like, right. Oh, he hates, he, he disdains people. And that's and we have we have a documented history of that. That's why it's so outrageous that these morons think that he's in their corner. I I cannot believe it myself when I watch them. That's the other thing that made me depressed watching them say that Trump will tell them the truth and Trump is there. That if he says it, they believe it and. Be- don't do they yeah, know who the yeah, fuck yeah. they're talking about? This guy is. I don't think they do. It's amazing, and he, um, because he, you would think in the seventy-three years of his life there would be at least one example of Trump doing something for somebody else, but there isn't. So in fact, there's the there opposite. There isn't. No, I mean, what has he done? He everything that he we you know I live in New York and we know Trump that's why we hate his guts because he he's been nothing but oh. a clown and just and wow. you know uh, a handsy one at that you know what I mean nobody likes a, a a clown a handsy clown at the at the discotheque you know what I mean because that's what he was right, right, he's just right, like prowling right. discos he's a he was a buffoon and a racist you know taking out ads against remember like the central park uh those the 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 central park five those young people were railroaded by the cops and in fact that they didn't do anything they didn't they didn't rape this uh the woman the central park jogger but didn't matter to trump it didn't matter he uh even after the fact because he said he took out an ad saying that these five young people should be put to death, of course. And oh! after it came out that they were completely innocent, it was some the serial rapist that was actually in jail that they had, and he had confessed, and then they had DNA, and they nailed the guy. But it was that these oh. these black kids, they were young, and the cops arrested them, and they they you know they railroaded them. And uh, Trump, yeah. after it came out that. It, it was, uh, you know, that they were completely innocent. Trump didn't even say, he didn't even apologize. He still said, this is how fucked up it is, that they, that those yeah. young people should have been put to death. For what? For what? Oh, come on. Yes. Yes. He now, oh, he's, uh, he, he stood by. He's innocent. Well, you know, they're black. That's what it is. Well, they got to be guilty of something. 
I mean, <laughs> and they went to jail. These kids went to jail, and you know they got their lives ripped from them. And uh, you know that's like oh, you, yeah. when you you only have a certain amount of time on this planet, and right. when somebody sends you to jail on false charges, and then you got this this scumbag, uh, you know, making. I mean, taking well, he out has an never. He's never said he's sorry, and I think that no. that's his thing. You know, right. I, he doesn't say he's sorry. Right. Well, that's he thinks thing. it's weak, and and that's the irony. It's actually the right, complete right. opposite of strength. Is he's the weakest? Uh, he's the weakest little bitch I've ever met in my life. I never met him, but I mean, I've never seen. Let's say he really is. He is yeah. weak. That's why he's so easily played. That's why somebody uh, uh, who does a podcast can get on the phone and and get him on the fucking phone in 15 minutes he's a weak he's weak oh my god who did that that's what uh i was in the first hour stuttering john john melendez the comedian from from yeah. howard stern he has a podcast now and he he uh yeah he that's what he did he's like oh let's try to get donald trump on the phone and he called and had him on the phone because he pretended he was uh the what's his face uh you know menendez menendez is his, what's his, uh uh it's escaping me. menendez brother no no uh the the uh representative senator or whatever who just got he just got off on um bribery charges if he was from new jersey and they have similar names and uh that's why it's bugging me out Bob Menendez, yeah, he. But then, and and on the yeah, on the phone, uh, Trump was saying to him, "Oh, you're very unfair. Treated very unfair because of, you know, because he wants to get off like Bob Menendez did. Bob Menendez. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all these fucking grifters. That's all they are. And now Trump is in the ultimate catbird seat of power and." That's why the other thing that got me very depressed, and I'm sorry to keep saying it, but this is that kind of week, I I just cannot believe that we are allowing it to happen. That it is, we're allowing yeah. this grifter, this unfit, this fucking, this, this trust fund brat who, who would call Rosie O'Donnell a pig. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. this horrible human being who attacks, who never misses the opportunity to attack Hillary Clinton, to attack Democrats, when he's supposed to be the president of all people. I mean, he is so clearly unfit yeah. for office. He is unfit to yeah. walk in any of yeah. our former president's shoes, even Nixon. Even Nixon is a goddamn the salt of the earth compared to this grifter. <laughs> Really? I mean, yeah, at least Nixon could spell. Yeah. This guy doesn't even... And then he, he exactly. Put, right. He he puts out tweets that say he doesn't know t the how to... When to use T-O or T-O-O. -O. It's embarrassing to the whole world. And actually, let me read yeah. some of the things. Because another thing I wanted to do on Twitter the other day, there was um, yeah. there was a a hashtag that was trending and it was really sad it made me sad uh let me just look it up again uh, it was um america 
in three words. Wait. Let me just see. And I was interested to see, because it really is kind of a mirror that the world was holding up to us. So the, yeah. hash, the hashtag America in three words was trending. Here's some of the here's some of them. I just did it. I just uh, searched again on Twitter. You mean so people people were supposed to write in in three words what yeah. they what their thoughts on America? Right. Oh. You know how um, it go. Sometimes that happens on Twitter. You know you'll have like a it's like a little game that people will just say and oh, then okay. everybody like jumps in with their own. So America right. in three words. Uh, here's greed over people, mass school shootings. Mm -hmm. Immigrants hating immigrants. Mm. Uh, yeah, Sarah Sanders lies. This is just like scrolling down. There's nothing positive. Systematic yeah. white supremacy. Thoughts and prayers. Better vote Democratic. Vote in midterms. Complicit fucking GOP. Not backing down. Sliding into fascism. Stop separating family. I mean, this is just me. Like, just I'm just going racist as yeah. fuck. I mean, just trying to survive. Oh, Flint water crisis. President lies constantly. Children in cages. Money over people. Need Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton. <laughs> Infested with idiots. I mean, it's really right? This is America. This is, and yeah. this is like not just Americans. This is the world, also. Throwing the yeah. Twilight Zone. Well, Hillary was right. You know what? Yeah. What's interesting that I that I read today or saw on the news somewhere that uh, Trudeau from Canada is going to take the immigrants from uh, Mexico. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what he said. He you know, he was like, welcoming them. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if Trump can't do it then our neighbors are going to show the way. Right. And, and you know, that's going to make Trump look like a real douchebag. Right. And he's going to have to do something about that, and he probably will. Well, he'll probably just disparage Justin Trudeau again and and attack the Canadian. I mean, they're, now they're at, in a trade war with the Canadians, and it's ridiculous. Right. Because we actually have a surplus. Right. with the. Well, that, that's why he's a fucking liar, too. I mean, he's such a liar. It's ridiculous. And... Good thing that the uh, uh, some media outlets are reporting his lies when he says something. But he, you just can't debunk them fast enough. But he, uh, you know, the because right, he's right. talking about uh, the how we're getting. You know, the Canadians are taking advantage. We actually have a surplus in Canadian trade. So, I mean, he's so full of shit. But his dumbasses will buy it. That's the thing. It doesn't facts aren't they don't factor in and it's yeah. uh pretty sad uh that all they all they care about it doesn't matter they'll uh as long as somebody is getting harassed or there's some or they could say the n-word or or you know uh hate gays <laughs> or you know what i mean they they seem to be able to uh, just take whatever shit uh, they're. I mean, they are so. They are the the useful idiots in their own demise. Yeah, you know, they really are. Yeah. So it is. It is. It is a shame. But the thing is, he's not going to win, and that's that's what we have to stay focused on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like his. We have to stay 
I mean, I may be an idiot, but we, we have to stay positive and know that truth will prevail, that right. right will prevail, and that, you know, whether he's going to fuck up the world, he can't, I don't know if he can totally fuck it up in three <laughs> years, but, you know, we've got to believe that the next person coming in, whether it's a Cory Booker or whether it's a Elizabeth Warren, but somebody is mm-hmm. going to come in that is going to, like, you know, right the wrong. So Right. Well, that's you know, that's the one I know thing. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. No, go ahead. What are you saying? Go so, ahead. Well, I'm saying that your show, you, know, you you have to, like, continually harp on his assholeness, and I mm-hmm. I understand that, and it, <laughs> and it gives people that are on the fence about him more strength to be against him, which is good. It helps the resistance, yes. for sure. But we also have to come through with the solution, and the solution is to stay positive and to be helpful to our neighbors. And right. you know what I mean? That's Just kind of no, don't buy into the bullshit. Right. You know? Right. Right. Well, so well you're right. Stay you're positive. Well, you're right. And who is our next? Who is our next elective official that's going to fix it? Is it is it Cory Booker? Is it Elizabeth Warren? I'm not a big Cory Booker fan because he's kind of not not really no because he's like he's he is another well he's kind of he's just another I really believe that like with uh, Alexandra Arcade I can't say her name Cortez you know Arcade Cortez she uh, they the winning um, this is the thing like so Bernie I was a Bernie crat I am a Bernie crat I've always been. For, I, w- I was for Bernie before Bernie. You know what I mean? Like I was. I, it's really his yeah, policies, yeah. like what I I agree with. And I was always. I always said I was a socialist. I always said I was a democratic socialist before. You know, it was cool or whatever. And uh, when uh, yeah. it was still like, oh, well, I don't know why, but you know, socialism to me just makes sense. It's sort of like not just not yeah, being a dick. You know, and uh, and everybody gets to have a decent middle class life. It's like and uh, but I that's why Bernie was so attractive to a lot of people even. And that's why I think he would have won, honestly, because he. Yeah, he was the outsider, even though he he was in the Congress forever. And but he wasn't taking corporate money and and. Trump right. was pretending he wasn't, you know, taking money, but he was. And uh, that's what he yeah. was telling his dupes. He And um, Bernie uh, was uh, always said, you know, he was always honest, even even saying he, he was a socialist, right? When it wasn't, was, yeah. wasn't advantageous at all. He would, there was, even in the election, no. why hide it? It's the same thing, like, for me on the show, like talking about my addiction, talking about my past or whatever, what's the, what am I going to hide? You know what I mean? And you, people appreciate more if you're, if you're honest. And I, I, and that's what I think about Bernie. And the thing is with the Democrats, when they are trying to have their cake and eat it too, they're trying to be the friend of wall street and the friend of main street. And you just can't do it. And they have to pick a side. And so uh, Alexandra didn't take corporate money. She was completely honest about 
this is my platform. I'm for universal health care. I'm for universal higher education. I am for living wages. I am for a secure retirement. You know, that's the Democratic message. And I believe that that is the winning Democratic message. They have to get money out of politics. And the money in politics is the root of all evil. And Cory Booker is an example of that because he will vote and he'll try to be liberal on some things, but then he he actually stopped the uh, the this bill that was for the um, importation of drugs that would make drug prices go down because he yeah. is taking money from big pharmaceutical companies and his excuse was oh, oh it's dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's coming from fucking Canada, and they know it. It's just being reimported, and it and but they, you know, there you go. It's just, and it's the. I think it's all part yeah, of. Yeah, follow uh, the money. Follow right, the money. totally. And I think that yeah. once we, you know, we need as Democrats to get have, the platform has to be the. We need to get representatives that aren't taking corporate money and that they will and they say they're dedicated to true you know truly getting money out of politics and fixing this kiss up kick down system once and for all it's we're not gonna get it with when we when you have you know uh, our representatives have to spend the the bulk of their day on the phone begging corporate donors for fucking for bribes, legal bribes. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, money, money, money talks, man. And, yeah, uh, and that's the problem. Yeah, we, and we—that's why we need yeah. like public financing of campaigns and and getting money out of. And that's that's it. We will. We would already have universal health care. We'd already have universal higher education if we didn't have money in politics. And that's really the truth. But anyway, all right, we're yeah. almost. Yeah. I think we're over. We're over time. Yow, I'm sure we're Yowsies. Right Yowsy, yowsy, <laughs> wowsies. This was like a marathon well, show. I hope it didn't that suck was. that bad. Every time I get off the no, air, I'm like, this good. show sucks. <laughs> no. It it's good. all right. I mean, I still have a show after, you know, a long time. So I right. guess it doesn't suck that bad. That's good, man. And people actually like oh, the show. They even... They send me letters and... They send they send donations. I'm very appreciative. That's good. I know, I know. I'm gonna have to make a Patreon page and uh and I have a regular crew of people that hang out. Thank you very yeah. much. They come in and they and I I like it. I like it. And I'm gonna keep doing it. Nice. It's gonna get better. It'll get good better. It'll get better. good for you. <laughs> and you're gonna be on it, Poppy. <laughs> what are you talking about good for I me? I like it. You're on this fucking show. <laughs> You're in this show. I don't give a shit. Well, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin next Saturday night, and I'm probably emceeing the night stage or something, so I awesome. probably can't be there next Saturday. Oh, well, you know, and maybe in a couple of weeks then. Whenever you can. Yeah. Whenever you want. That. You're always yeah. welcome, no matter what. No matter what. Whoever else is on. All right. You know? All right. <laughs> bump them. <laughs> bump them off. I'll fucking bump them. What do you want? You got <laughs> Bumping I don't know. for Poppy. Bumping for Poppy. You're being bumped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks. I was, for... bumped, I was, I was bumped by Seinfeld once. That was really? kind of one of my claim to fame. Right. Yeah. Really? For what? What do you mean he bumped you? Where? 
Well, I was going on at the improv in Hollywood and all of a sudden, you know, they were like, Oh, you gotta you gotta wait, Seinfeld's going on so I yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I turned it around and said, Seinfeld opened for me. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. See? That's why I love you, Poppy. Well, on, on, on uh, in addition to every other reason, because you always <laughs> look at the bright side, you know? That's it. You gotta look at the bright side. <laughs> and I'm like, peel, peel me up off the floor, please. Peel me up off the floor. <laughs> So it's a good match. You're the exactly. Dark side on the side. Right. Really. I so, know. So thank yeah. you. And thanks, everybody, for sticking in and hanging out and putting up with the stream. And we still have people hanging in there. So I, I'm i really awesome. happy about that. And uh, so uh, we'll be back next week by hook or by crook. And I appreciate everybody for hanging out, as always. And like I always say, we stick together. We win. And we will win in spite of my negativity. Uh, thank you for hanging out. I'm Tara Devlin. That's Poppy Champlin on the phone. And I'll see you next week.